headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by dell That's 800 by dell or you can visit dell.com slash semi-annual sale. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. And in the wake of COVID-19, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily amount of physical activity. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are and however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function and mental health. It helps you manage pain and boost your immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side. With expert care to increase your strength and mobility and to improve your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because even in a pandemic, we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. Bart Scott and Alan Hahn are Bart and Hahn. Phil Mickelson becomes the oldest to ever win a major championship. And Bart, he took inspiration from one of your all-time favorites. So I'm very inspired by Tom Brady. He is a big motivation because of how hard he works to be the best and to elongate his career. Spending time with him, it's inspiring, but it's also, um, I learn a lot. What did he learn? They're both great at the advanced age, but I'd much rather see him grab inspiration from George Foreman, who who he said it long before Tom Brady said it, that 40 is in a death sentence. And at the age of 45, he did it, and he did it the way I would want to do it. He did it eating hamburgers, exactly. cheeseburgers, McDonald's, Popeye's chicken, <laughs> Church's chicken, and White Castle. Do it that way. Do it with a high cholesterol count. Bart and Hahn. Weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Final hour of the Sports Hangover. No, it's not Gus Kattengill. Gus is in Phoenix. I'm Jordan Kleber alongside with General D. We actually did it uh, the show together. Uh, we actually did the show together before Mardi Gras, and you were just telling me how it was insane <laughs> with everything that you were going through. I couldn't imagine you had, what, 20-something kids here? Yeah, a bunch of kids come, college kids come in from Birmingham, from Sanford University, and uh, they had a great time at Mardi Gras. We we got out of it successfully, no injuries, and uh, no one got arrested or anything, any problems. So it was actually a... Uh, a good group. They had a, had a lot of fun. Well, glad to hear that. Lee, I see you're on hold, but before we do that, we have to do this. Before uh, we get started uh, at the beginning of every hour of the show on Friday, and that is Rebecca Black. Well, let me play that one more time. I already had a poll. You, you saw what I just, you just saw what I just saw, right? 
That was yeah. If he had finished that dunk, that was that would have easily been that would have been our top. Yeah, that would have been right. All right, let's get to the phone line, Lee. Welcome to the Sports Hangover with General D and Jordan Cleaver. How you doing today? I'm good, guys. How y'all doing? Doing, doing well. well. Man, you know, um, I was prompted to call, Jordan, because, you know, me and Shelly ride in the car with this to the show. For sure. And I was prompted to call because what, what it's looking like right now, I, the Saints couldn't lose with, 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 with court in this guy, okay? That's number one, because they had to do it anyway. They had to reduce the cap to get on there anyway, just to sign anybody. So, seeing that, I mean, I, I'm thinking that you have to, you know, I think you have, you have to be in close contact with Jameis. You know, you have to, you have to have your fault, your, like y'all were talking about the plan A and the plan B and all that. And I just think it's all married to each other. And and I just think that Deshaun Watson coming here would help the Saints more than it would help the Falcons. But the Falcons just don't, they don't have the asset, number one, to risk to try to make a run. So just, just getting a quarterback and maybe having one target is not going to get you to the promised land because you're going to suffer in the other areas. Whereas the Saints are already pretty much stocked up. We stocked up. All we need is the quarterback to put us over the hump. So pretty much Atlanta running in the first to have Deshaun Watson is nothing more than the move to try to get butts in the seat. Yeah, that's kind of what you know. That, that's kind of what I was saying. I was like, "Hey, if you're a Saints fan, go at it, Atlanta. Go give away your future, and we'll see you in five to six years when you, you're able to recuperate. Barring anything, you know, dramatic happens to where they're able to pull something off. But if we know anything with the Atlanta Falcons and that organization, I mean, they don't have the same track record as the Saints in being able to have like a good draft class. So I think my my whole point is I think Deshaun Watson should come here because it's the better option for him. Obviously, I'm fine with Jameis Winston. I, I kind of wanted him all along. But uh, if you could get Deshaun Watson, awesome. If you can't, hey, I'm I'm still pumped up for having Jameis Winston back because I think this is still a playoff team. So, Lee, this this is General D. As a diehard Saints fan, how you doing, man? I have a question for you. So, um what is your take on Deshaun Watson? Uh, are you in the same camp that, you know, let the let the process play out and see what actually is going to be his penalty? Or are you in the camp that is like, look, that's just too many allegations, too much stuff there, and we need to move on to Winston? Uh, no, I'm in the first camp because when, when, when you had a grand jury that refused to indict him on, on criminal charges, I mean, we have to start asking ourselves, okay, what, what kind of legal legal system do we believe in? We can't be hypocritical. You know, my thing Good point. is if, if a grand jury could if a grand jury could come back with an indictment, then guess what? There's nothing there. You know, and we are living in a time now where everybody's off for that buck. They're off for that dollar. And and so I'm just thinking that it, it dominoed effect with those allegations. Like one piece, one or two people came forward with an allegation, next thing you know it started piggyback. Because I I'm not I mean I can't that I know uh, all of the, the, the people with you know, the players in the game or whatever but I'm thinking that they're all kind of connected. In other words yeah. these probably, if, if it is an investigation, you probably figure like all oh, these 22 allegations, probably, all these women probably know each other. Well, yeah, it's interesting you, you go on that route because I'm with you as well. I know I think the legal process has to play out, you know, but from the concerning standpoint, I think I mentioned that in the first hour, that 
is if he doesn't want to be here from a football standpoint and he's taken this long to make a decision, that's a problem for me. And then also it's it's you want a guy in that position that's going to be able to make quick and rational decisions. And football seems to be, if that's what is the forefront of your mind, I just got finished in the other hour talking about how Brandon Ingram is, is out there doing three-a-days, gaining 15 pounds of muscle, and was you know locked and loaded for the season. If Deshaun Watson's mindset is more about looking at me going back yeah. home or or you know going to the Atlanta nightclubs and all that kind of stuff or he wants to win championships because we like I talked about before winning is going to clean his his resume in a sense you know and and maybe have signed some of these checks over to the allegations you know may have to do it but and he's going to have to you know pay the piper service suspension or whatever it may be but I'm with you as well um, until he's convicted or something comes out I'm going to hold my judgment um, you know in, in the public opinion and, and, and such. Exactly. And, and we don't have to go back far to, to, to look at the decision. I mean, think about it. I mean, much as we like Odell Beckham wanted to come here, he ultimately, whether you love him or hate him, because he went and got a ring. Actually, that's a guy that might be in play for the Saints now. Uh, you know, Lee, he, he's a guy that's out there. I don't believe he's signed with anyone. Uh, there was a lot of talk around him coming to the Saints. Um, at the time, our, our quarterback situation was, you know, it, it, we didn't have one. It was, it was injured. But if Winston is coming to be the guy and we know there's a stable spot, that might be a guy that the Saints go out there and offer something to to come home because he does have his ring to get a chance to play amongst the home fan base. That that could be an option as well. So, you know, Deshaun Watson is a big domino that's got to fall because a lot of these things have to play out. But I think we're getting we're getting closer to some resolution, which is good because right now a lot of people are kind of up in arms with uh, he's he's holding the, the the franchise hostage, and to some extent he is, but he's that top five talent that you know we're gonna all sit and wait. I'm not I'm not gonna say we're as glued to the TVs as like when when LeBron made the decision, but uh, it, it's pretty close at I this point in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like I said, I'm not upset. I had to wait. Like I said, Man, you want to win championships? Like you said, you want to be the star at the nightclub, or do you want to win championships? Bottom line is the Saints are ready to prime for to make a run. And with you, you're the, you're the piece that gets over the hump. And if, if, if after the, the owner of the team came to visit you and that one still got you on the fence is not enough, you're, I just kind of make And I agree with that, Raphael. The longer you wait, the, the more I think he's going to make the wrong decision to go that way. So, hey, man. Good luck to you with that. You know, either way, you know, I, I'm just, I just want to see Deshaun Watson, the man, succeed. I want to see Deshaun Watson, the man, re- redeem himself, revive himself. Because I'm not going to be a hypocrite and start hating on him because he chose Atlanta. No, I'm just saying that you choose Atlanta, you're, you're going to hurt him more than you're going to help him. If you choose the Saints, you're going to help yourself and the Saints more than anybody else because the Saints have more already in place. Ready to prime, prime to receive you. Atlanta's not ready for you. The Saints is past ready for you. That's the difference. That's the difference between the two teams and choices you got to make. The te- there's a team that's ready for you, and there's a team that wants to, that loves you, but they can't afford you. It, it's well, one of I, I, I'm with you, Lee. I, I want to see the man, rec- you know, get back on the on the right track and and have the 
accolades that he deserves around him for his play on the field. And if there was some smoke and there are no convictions that come out of this, then hopefully he can put himself in better situations to avoid any of those allegations moving forward And for him as a person, as a man. But as for a football player, if he puts on that Atlanta jersey, he's public enemy number one when it comes to me. He's not a Saints fan. You either with us or you against us. So that's that's my take on it. But uh, thanks for the call, Lee. We appreciate it. Thank you for the phone call. Absolutely. Also, Jeff Duncan just tweeted out a few minutes ago, Saints head coach Dennis Allen flew to Los Angeles on Thursday night to meet with Michael Thomas. The get-together is basically a chance for the coach and star receiver to get to know one another better as they began preparation for the 2022 season. So, hey, I love what Dennis Allen well, you, you also heard that there. that's another thing that people keep forgetting about is that that um, that uh, Michael Thomas's agent is the same agent as Watson. So there's a lot of uh, collaboration that goes back and forth, and he's from recruiting pretty hard. The same thing with Roby. Roby's been a guy, even though he was in not the same agent, but right. he was with him as a teammate and has been recruiting him hard. So, you know, once again, we got to let this play out. But if it keeps starting to surface that all of a sudden it is Atlanta, we just got to swallow it and move on, and like I said, he'll be public enemy number one, or he'll be wearing the black and gold, and then he'll be a guy that we cheer until he shows us differently. You just got to look at it this way. The Saints have been in far worse situations, I and mean, you could go back to as early as last year. I mean, you had a rookie quarterback starting for you during one of your regular season games. Well, so, if your plan B I, I is, mean, is, is Winston, Winston, who's a 5,000-yard passer, who was a number one overall pick, Who's a national champion? Like, don't be, don't be sweating it or thinking yeah. that your the organization's in turmoil because they didn't get the guy that they were going after. And he's a locker room guy. The guy, the team has has rallied around him, and that says a lot. So, you know, there's like anything when you bring a new piece in. It seems like a lot of these guys are recruiting uh, Deshaun Watson, but you don't know how it's going to jive once they get into the locker room together and they really right. become a family and start playing for one another. If he has this pompous attitude that he's too aloof and whatever, that's a problem. We started to see that a little bit in with the Drew Brees thing because there was such an age difference from the from the players, and he was almost like a, a de facto coach. So there was some kind of you know things that were kind of a little bit weird in the locker room that had happened at times. But at the end of the day, a lot of people who were saying, "Oh, it's time to move on from Drew Brees," are probably looking back and saying, "Man, whew, did we have it good when he well, was here?" You, you say you kind of compare. I mean, look at Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Once, I mean, that's a prime example right there. I, he was talked about in, you know, being traded for Deshaun Watson. And then once that fell through, you got the, the message saying it's been fun, Cleveland. And then now you have, um, him asking for a trade. And basically the Browns are now saying, no, well, they're, we're not going to trade you. So you have that whole situation to where you have to act mature about it is still a business. And at the end of the day, if you open your mouth up too soon, I mean, you can basically be destroying your career. Yeah, there's a difference between playing with, you know, letting your emotions show forth, like, you know, a guy that has a chip in his shoulder, he plays with a lot of emotion. But as the leader of the team, as a leader, when you step into that, that huddle, guys are looking at you to have the answers or to feel like you're going to be rock solid and ready to, to, to lead them into whatever they're trying to go do, be it that you're from behind or you're going to go out and get the win. And if you're kind of erratic with your behavior, that's that's more telling to me that there's issues there. If you're very thin-skinned, being in the public eye, be it that you're in the media or any kind of way that that people can attack you, and you let that bother you and gets to you, 
then maybe you shouldn't be in that right. spot to begin with. Now, like anyone, we're all people, and if people start saying bad things and about we're us, we're not in that situation. We're not in that situation, but in the same hand, you can see it, or you, you can translate some of those things, maybe not into that, that you're the starting quarterback at a, at a team, but maybe you can translate it to something else that you do, that if you're taking some shots or whatever, but at the end of the day, you got to get over it. You're in the NFL, and if you're, there's only 32 yeah, teams, right. and you're one of those 32 and guys, you're in there, and the people that are criticizing you probably aren't in there. So you just got to look at it from that perspective. Anyway, I know we're up against the break. Up next, we have Marlon Favorite. We're going to talk about his Dallas Cowboys because they made a couple moves yesterday, and they made a signing today. Um, and we'll get his take on the Deshaun Watson. Um, does he think the Saints are a better option? We'll see if you know. He's a, he's a guy that's inside the trenches a lot. Let's compare the Falcons' trenches with the Saints' trenches uh, when we come back on the flagship station of your New Orleans Pelicans, ESPN Radio New Protect yourself against upsets this March with Bracket Parlay Insurance on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, all customers can get up to $25 back each day if your parlay of three legs or more falls just one leg short. I like all chalk in my parlay. I like Auburn covering 16 against Jacksonville State. I like Baylor covering 20.5 against Norfolk State. And I like Gonzaga covering 23.5 against Georgia State all in the opening round. Parlays are great because you can turn a small bet into a big payday. And with cash out, the ball's in your court, so you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is even over. New to FanDuel? Just sign up with promo code KLRZ. Then you could bet the bracket all tournament long. That's promo code KLRZ on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. If exactly one leg loses, a refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. NCAA tournament SBK wager required. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Hi. I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to invite you all to our upcoming public auction on Saturday, March 19th at 10 a.m. in Jennings, Louisiana. This auction will feature late model Caterpillar equipment in addition to selling surplus equipment and vehicles for government entities, contractors, and lending institutions. To view our inventory or bid online, go to GwynnAuctions.com. When searching us on maps, simply search Gwynn Auction Company. We look forward to seeing you at the auction. Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. No, it's not Gus Kattengill. It's Jordan Cleaver alongside General D. Gus is in Phoenix right now enjoying, enjoying himself. Ken, I'm sorry. I'm just seeing that you've been on hold. Um, let's get to you before we go to Marlin. Uh, what you got for us, Ken? Yeah, how you guys doing? 
Uh, doing well. Doing well. Look here. Uh, I think we are forgetting the silver lining behind this situation, even if he chooses to uh, go back home to Atlanta. We have cleared over $29 million of cap space because of this situation, whereas we would not have done that if uh, if he had not considered us one of the finalists. So even if he goes another place, we got cap space that we didn't initially have. Remember, we were over the cap. We figured out a way to get down to the cap, and now we $29 million under the cap. So we got money to spend on other players. We got money to come up with a, a legitimate number two receiver. We can shore up uh, our offensive, our, our offensive line. Uh, we can shore up our secondary. A lot of things we can do with $29 million. We can resign Olmstead. So, you know, life is going to be good any kind of way. Because guess what? If he signs with Atlanta, we're going to kick his butt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Agreed. I think it's that a good point you. Good. I think it's a good point you make. This is General D. the The thing is, though, that a lot of people don't understand the salary cap, but the Saints do. So, they at all. It, I think all along they knew they had the ability to be flexible to create that space. So what the the issue was: would they do it this year, next year, or when they would do it? So. Um, but I think going to these players, they're more willing to do it because they saw that they could attract this, you know, top talent. But to your point, you know, you're right. You know, that there's there's some question marks on the offensive line that either Teron Armstead is going to be back because they're going to re-sign him, or they're going to go away from him and then have to fill backfill his spot. Uh, there's been some question marks with Caesar Ruiz on on his play. We know we know we know Andres Pete's coming off of an injury and he's been kind of up and down his career. The, the the other piece mm-hmm. to this as well that um, I, I like that you you kind of go on that route is understanding that the wide receiver position is dire need of an upgrade and I don't know if you saw this but yeah. recently there was reports that Traquan Smith was actually meeting with the Falcons um, so they've already decided to move on from Traquan which I Goodbye. think I think's a great thing because if you were asking him to be a number two he's not your guy. Then the problem last I year. Absolutely, I agree too because he's a guy that you see a lot of times in, in traffic having a double catch the ball. He's a good willing blocker, but I think you can get that with some of the other receivers that are out there. One guy that I, that I really would like to see them go after is Jarvis Landry because he is a willing blocker. Um, but the other part that you didn't mention, you didn't mention here, and it's the glaring hole that I see is go get yourself a good tight end and a guy that's out there that I'd like him to go after is Hooper. Is Hooper? Big target. And guess what? We keep all our draft choices. And we That's got right. supplemental picks, two supplemental picks. So life's going to be good in New Orleans. Either you come or he doesn't come. Absolutely. Ken, thank you so much for the phone call. I have to get to Marlon. I appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy your weekend, calling. man. Thanks a lot. Hey, Marlon, uh, on the phone with Marlon Fave, right? You can follow him over on Twitter at BigFave504. How you doing, Marlon? Your, your, your Cowboys have made a couple of moves the past 24 hours. Yes, they have. They made some moves, and, and, and at least this week the most interesting move was the finesse by Randy Gregory, right? <laughs> you know, <during> that <laughs> I, I thought that that was funny. Uh, so they have so much in terms of the work on, uh, guys. I, I can't lie to you, but... Um, 
What's up, what's up, General T, man? How's it going, David? Glad to have you on with us uh, this Friday, brother. How, how, how's it going? I, I'm doing well, man. The only thing that I was missing was your your entry music. I mean, that was the one that I that's, was kind of thinking know, about. I'm like, man, my, that's my, every time that's I'm on and, and, and Faith comes bad. on, I, I kind of get a little get into your feels. You know, I like that. Man, it's all good. You know, Jordan, man. That, that, that's the song. <laughs> Hello. There it is. There it is. I got, I got, look, quick. you don't see me bobbing, but I like it. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That, that's your right there, man. So, Marlon, one of the things that I, I think is interesting, you know, you talked about the the, the uh, Cowboys, is the fact that they let Lyle Collins go. Uh, what, what do you think that the root of that part was? It just contract, or is, or there's something else going on? Because he's a guy, if he's healthy, uh, and and watch. I mean, in um, Toronto Armstead's gone. Uh, I wouldn't mind Lyle Collins stepping into the Saints' offensive line. Yeah, I would like that. Actually, um, I was in, uh, in agreement with Matt McStone. I know he mentioned that on his show earlier this week, uh, having Lyle Collins out and uh, I mean, out of the, uh, out of the Cowboys this would be a big land for the Saints. Uh, Right now, and I know we're going to get to the black and gold here shortly, uh, a little more extensively, but just, just looking at where they are now, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it happened in the last couple of hours, but being right at 30 million under the cap space, changes So everything that they did, you know, with Nick Hill and you know, the rest of a couple of guys throughout the last couple, couple of, uh, two weeks actually, Elvin Camaro, so on and so forth, created that space. To Lyle Collins, I think that would be a perfect fit, especially if you have to lose to Ryan Armstead. But, you know, all roads lead to what's going to go down with Deshaun Watson and, I mean, as, as lately, uh, the Panthers and, and then the Browns and, you know, other teams have, have backed out and now exactly what moves are going to be made in that uh, quarterback. Because that really controls the rest of the pieces on the board. So what's your thought on that? Where, what do you think he, where do you think he winds up? I have no idea. It, it's so hard to gauge uh, just simple, for the simple fact over the last couple of hours, uh, excuse me, uh, 24 hours, 48 hours, we've been seeing a lot of things backing out, starting with the So, um, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, did it report drop with Atlanta backing out or, or is it still up in Atlanta in the run? No, it's, it's out of Atlanta and the Saints. Uh, and actually, we just gave a report that Justina Anderson had mentioned that um, you know, the, the, the Falcons have been kind of in contact and are giving them kind of the keys to the city and, and so forth. But I, I think he's kind of torn between going back home or the better football decision of coming to the Saints. But if, if you look at the odds from bet online, the Saints are still in the lead as, as minus 200 and the Falcons are, are plus 150. But I, but my gut is telling me that if all this time that they're waiting on, it seems like they're trying to get their house in order over there in, in, in Atlanta. And that's where I think he's going, but I, but but you know, who knows at this point? Who kn- who knows at this point is is the correct answer for the Deshaun Watson situation? Because there's so much that goes into it, uh, which we don't have to get into detail. But it's just a very important part of for not only just for the NFL, but locally here for the Saints. What direction are you going to go? Right, you have Jameis. Um, you take Deshaun Watson out of the situation. Jameis is the is the number one uh, free agent. You know, Teddy Bridgewater's in Miami. Um, you know, Russell Wilson is in Denver. You know, everybody else on 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 chess uh, on a uh, chessboard has made their moves and have their pieces. So it's important right now for the Saints to not only identify that that offensive line 
going to move Rams back over and work out a deal with Teron Armstead if, he, if we can afford it back. He's like, uh, are, are we going to, you know, allow Teron Armstead to leave? Obviously, he's an unrestricted free agent looking for north of $20 million, uh this year. Um, and, and we can't pick up that happy bag before we move Ramcheck to, to, to the other side. Will Ramcheck be in the deal with the, you know, to trade for Deshaun Watson? No, the, the, the reports he's not in the deal. The reports have been three ones and then young players because the young players, their contracts have not been renegotiated to get themselves under the cap, so they're available to be moved. We've heard names like Ruiz, we've heard Paulson Adebo, and we've also heard Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or C.D. Deuce. So those have been the names we've heard, but you know, until the reports actually come, with the packages, but we do know the starting point for them to even be in the discussion with three ones. Right, and you know what else? That's it. Hello, somebody. That's what we're waiting on you all. Uh, but, but here's my, here's what that's big because that will point all roads leading to, and we're just figuring this out. We're having a conversation, right? Uh, we're, that, that leads all roads, uh, to drafting like a Matt Corral in the first round, signing Jameis to a short-term deal and having Matt Corral learn behind Jameis. That would be the safer bet and more secure bet moving into it if we're not going to make a move for our guys. Because the bottom line is this, guys. There's not a lot of day one starters out there in free agency. It just isn't. Hey, Jordan, I'm sorry, and I'm, I'm a, I gotta stop. No, you're not gonna hit me with the whole Mitchell Trubisky thing right now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Two years for Pittsburgh, and this is a team that's probably still gonna draft the quarterback. But, I mean, <laughs> probably. He's winning in a climate of quarterback being at a very high niche. He's winning. <laughs> No, the one that's winning is Chase Daniels. Did you see oh some of the gosh, money that yeah. he's made over his he career? Have to touch, he doesn't have to touch the field. I mean, per pass, it's like he makes, you know, $15,000 per pass in his entire career. The, the other thing, uh, Marlon, with, with that I wanted to get from you is, is just, just totally different than the Saints here. But what's your take on LSU right now? You like what they're doing? Do you think that they're heading in the right direction? And where do you think they're going to land uh, when the season starts? I think LSU is headed in the right direction. Uh, if you look at the hires um, from from Cortez, um, local guy from just won a championship with with, with Georgia Cortez Hankson. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at Wilson being on his staff, it, I mean he, Coach Kelly is building a culture, a winning culture in that area, in, in, on that team. Uh, getting a deal with John Emery, uh, having him be your your lead running back coming in, um, an open quarterback battle coming up this year. A stacked defensive line. Uh, we're actually, uh, I talk to Quail and Roy all the time. Um, we talk uh, maybe two or three times a, a month, and, and he said, man, we're getting better. These are the things that matter. And, and inside the prison, areas like the offensive line, the defensive line, this is areas where LSU is going to improve at, and this is the, the very fabric of the team. If you look at those throwback teams that we played on, and even before with guys like Chad Lavalley and Prospect Champion, Andrew Whitworth, winning in high school, college, and NFL, now Super Bowl champion recently. That was the strength of our team. Why? That made mm-hmm. the running game better and also open up pass opportunity. I think if LSU, like Alabama, never lost uh, 16, having a dominant running game by having what is this, what, Evan, Evan Mills going to be the first lineman off of the board, might arguably be the first pick, if not the third pick in this draft. I mean, 
the, the quality of offensive linemen just in the NFL need for it is needed. And that's a strong area for Brian Kelly. So I'm excited of uh, the direction LSU is going to take. I look forward to uh, us announcing the spring game uh, coming up, and, and I'll be able to speak more intelligently about the Tigers. But so far, the off-season move has been great. Marlon, well, I just wanted to say, awesome song, first off. But thank you so much for your time, as always. You can follow Marlon over on Twitter at BigFave504. Hey, we might have some bigger news on Monday when you have you on, Marlon. So looking forward to having you again then. And uh, if anything else happens with your Dallas Cowboys, I'll be sure to keep in touch. Go Cowboys, go everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Marlon. I appreciate it. Thanks, Marlon. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Leo Haggerty from It Sports Magazine. We're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and just go around the NFC South. You're listening to the Sports Hangover on ESPN Radio NOLA. Get ready, Gritter, New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show, March 19th and 20th. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't miss it. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Within days of Hurricane Ida making landfall, Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacies were up and running, providing vital medication to our patients and visitors. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding you the lowest cost available on your medications. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let us review your options with you. Located in Rouse's Supermarket on Highway 3235 in La Rose or at the Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff, We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Two more segments left until 3 o'clock, and Matt Moscone, after further review, comes on after the sports hangar, after the show. Uh, I'm Jordan Kleber, alongside General D. We have Leo Haggerty on from It Sports Magazine. Lots going on in the NFC South, Leo. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm sitting here over about six batches of French fries. We got the fish fry out here at 
St. Timothy's Church. Uh, Come on, you're making North me Canada. jealous. Hey, you, you got you got to love French fries and fish fry, right? Absolutely, love anything to do. I don't know if it's a beautiful day over there, but it's now it's a beautiful day here in New Orleans. Where's the fr- fish fry at? What's the name of the place? St. Timothy's Catholic Church up here in Tampa, Florida. We're in North well, Tampa. And what's uh, crazy about that, uh, Leah, I thought you might have a voodoo doll because, I don't know, you re-erected, uh, resurrected Tom Brady to back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, we resurrected that, and I'll tell you what, get comfortable because you're in the running for Deshaun Watson down there. And uh, I'll tell you what, I think you got better pieces, but, you, you know, you're fighting Arthur Blank down in Atlanta, and he may uh, – find a way to get him there, but uh, what a great fit that would be in New Orleans with Michael Thomas and Kamara. Yeah, what is? I just wanted to get your take on it. What, what's the, the feeling like over in Tampa if Deshaun Watson comes to New Orleans, does it feel like there's a little bit more competition, or uh, does Tampa feel like they have it in the bag with the GOAT and Tom Brady? Oh, no, it's not in the bag, because there were times <laughs> last year where the GOAT looked 44. Now, it wasn't a whole lot of them, but there was times. And let's be honest, the Saints gave them fits for two mm-hmm. years. And Brady hasn't beaten them in a regular season. He's 0-4 against the Saints. You can't find that with any other of the teams. So, yeah, it's, uh, if Deshaun Watson shows up in, in the Saints and you hire the defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, and that defense for some reason gives Brady fits, I think you all of a sudden put the Saints on par with the, with the Bucks. Well, the, uh, what I'm curious is they haven't signed uh, Leonard Fournette back, have they? No, they have not. It's, uh, they, they, they're trying to renegotiate and restructure contracts because they, they had to get Godwin in without the uh, without the franchise tag because that was going to be that was going to be problematic. So they they restructured about three or four contracts, got Godwin in. So now they got to figure out how to restructure another one. Uh, the problem you got in Tampa is. People got a ring. So now you're seeing Jordan Whitehead. You're seeing these guys, O.J. Howard, who have a ring going now. Okay, it's time to get paid. And right. that's usually what happens. Yeah, and it looks like uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are trying to protect Tom Brady. They just went out and uh, and they signed Shaq Mason, the, the guard from, from the Patriots. What's the feeling on that one? Are they trying to oh, get Tom Brady some more time in the pocket? Yeah, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta protect your most valuable asset. And I'm gonna go back to what Tristan Wirfs said, uh, when he was signed and came in as the starting right tackle a couple of years ago. I asked Tristan, I said, what did Brady tell you? He said two things. Don't let him come quick, don't let him come inside. <laughs> and that basically tells you everything you want to know, is that they want to protect him, but they want to give him time because what Brady does the best, and no one gives him credit for this. Can he scramble? No. But what he does is he steps right, left, up, back in the pocket to extend the plays. He's a magician at that. So Very again, similar to what Drew Brees used to do. I mean, that's why they used to have expend so much money on their guards and center because he was a guy that wasn't going to really run out the pocket, was going to kind of move around and step up. But the thing that I, that I was impressed by Brady is that his deep accuracy was, was still on point. But some of the things that I did see him kind of rode with was some of the touch passing. Did, did you see that as well, or or I'm getting a full misread on that? Because I thought he was starting to get a little bit shaky at times in some of the intermediate routes. Well, it wasn't that he was getting shaky. Is with If you got color in his face, and I'm going to go back to Ron Jaworski on that. Ron said the worst thing you can have as a quarterback is have color in your face. And what mm-hmm. people did is they started to rush between the tackles and get mm-hmm. him up there. So, again... 
Uh, you hit a quarterback, he's going to start looking at the rush. But, yeah, he had a little trouble. He had more so trouble with the touch passes than hitting Mike Evans. <laughs> right. And, and when he lost Chris Godwin, that was a huge piece because Chris Godwin was like, they would run that Z screen like a trick play three or four times a game. Now they could. I wanted to get your take more on the whole Deshaun Watson situation and everybody that's kind of involved around it. Um, Matt Ryan, it's someone that we talked about earlier in the show. Where do you think he lands? I, me and General D think it's going to be Indianapolis. Do you have any anywhere else maybe, or do you, do you agree with us? Well, I, I, I kind of agree with you because Indianapolis is made for him. they got a running game. And the two best things you can do for a quarterback is give him a running game and a tight end. And, again, that's <laughs> The Indianapolis Colts have that. I was hoping Jonathan Taylor was going to be available to come to the Bucks, but you know, <laughs> if he saw that, that wasn't going to happen. But because uh, I saw him in Wisconsin, and everybody said, you know, well, he, he has a fumbling issue. Oh, I say he fumbled six times, and he carried the ball like three hundred. So you know what? You get, I, I, I still love when I <laughs> I was talking to Merrill Hodge, and Merrill Hodge said, "You want a guy not to fumble? Make him a right guard because that's <laughs> what's going to happen." You hand the ball off to a guy, he's going to fumble every now and then. It's football. Also, what happened 25 minutes ago, uh, Ian Rappaport reported it. The Panthers are giving wide receiver DJ Moore a three-year contract extension worth $61.9 million in new money. He gets $41.6 million in guarantees and is now under contract four years total. So uh, who's, he gonna th- who's throwing DJ Moore the football over there in Carolina? Maybe somebody you guys know. Do not <laughs> count out Jameis Winston in all this. Really? Because, it, again, if he's healthy, we're talking about a guy who has done some major, major revamping down in New Orleans. He was having a great season under Sean Payton. Cut his interceptions down, was very accurate, was smart, protected the football. Don't count him out because he's somebody who still may be around. Leo, I agree with you. I think he's still got a lot left. I think this would be a good situation for him. But if we do land Deshaun Watson, I could see him down there. But um, but overall, I think it's still a two-team race. I think it's with us and you guys for the division. And I think, obviously, like anything, is going to be injuries are going to play a, a major factor. But one thing I will say is that the last four meetings within the division, we were the, we were the kings of that. We just didn't get that victory in the playoffs. So, uh, hopefully we can continue to do that through our defense, but um, you know you guys have a lot of weapons. But you're you're at that spot now where the Saints were a couple years ago of having to sign those guys back after getting a ring. Yeah, and exactly. And the, you ran it back last year, and, and no one's even talked about Indomitian Sue yet, as to get, because Bruce Arian said he's the most double team player in the National Football League, and he's huge against. The pass because you put Sue and Bia in front of you, man. I'm telling you, you're going to eat up three, maybe four guys. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, you look at Tampa Bay or Champa Bay. Sorry, now that Tom Brady's back, um, you look at you look at Tampa Bay, and it looks like they were going to be imploding this off season. And then once the the news came out about Tom Brady, hey, everybody, everybody's coming in on you know small deals and. Hey, let let's go back and run it back to win another championship. Well, it's a one it's a one year thing for you, Leo. I think this is it. I think Tom's gonna gonna either ride up into the sunset or be forced into the sunset. But you know, I don't see this being a two year proposition. 
He's either going to come back and going to put them back to where they were and get them and raise a, a trophy, or he's going to then go away. You That's know what, guys? Take. I think it's a two-year deal, but here's the kicker, two and years. I'm going to be the first guy to say this. It's going to be one in Tampa and one in San Francisco. Watch. Wow. I think he wants to be the only guy to say, I got three Super Bowl rings with three different teams. Why wouldn't yeah. he do it this year then? Because I feel like, why wouldn't he have oh, waited a little the, bit longer? The price, the price was too high. Uh, you were going to have to play three number ones. He's still under contract yeah. with the Bucks. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way he's holding out and saying he was retired to see if somebody backfilled him and then they were going to have to move him. But interesting. Interesting take there, Leo. Yes, Leo. I, uh, uh, that's Leo Haggerty from It Sports Magazine. I appreciate your time as always. Anytime, guys. And I'll tell you what, we got the best season prize in the world down there. Even the bishop said that. So I'll tell you what, fellas. I'm going to give you a little pontifical blessing. Hey, rub a dub dub. Thanks for the grub. Yay, Lord. Enjoy the day. <laughs> Make sure you wear that sunscreen, Leo. Got it on, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate it, Leo. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Thank you. I guess we have one more segment left after the break. I don't know. What do you, what do you want to talk? We, I feel like we haven't really talked about the Devontae Adams trade and what Aaron Rodgers is going to be like. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this whole division now is uh, is pretty strong over there when you talk about the, the Los Angeles – I mean, sorry, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. But, man, did, uh, did they overpay for Rodgers even though he's their guy? I mean, at this point? Hey, I mean, if that's what Rodgers wanted all along, it is just the money that he got what he wanted. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, if you look at Devonta Adams, I mean, it, it's the thing that's very interesting about that is look at how just everybody knows that uh, Julio Jones just got released from the Titans. Um, and when a receiver starts getting into their 30s, a lot of the soft tissue injuries start to occur. Mm-hmm. You saw that throughout Julio's career of how he couldn't stay on the field consistently. Um, and right now... That that could be the case with the Devontae. I mean, he's 29. He'll be 30. You know, how many more years? I mean, they've invested a lot of money into him. I mean, I understand he's going back to his college quarterback, and there's a good rapport there. But it tells you a little something about the organization with Green Bay that Devontae may have wanted out because he didn't like the way the, the lay of the land was. And it surely tells me a lot about who that quarterback is waiting in the wings. Um, and then the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been kind of very flighty, to say the least. Yeah. If he's going to be in, he's going to go host a, a, a TV show, or what, what's going on with him? I didn't see the whole Devontae Adams thing happening because I felt like those two were inseparable. The, it would look like it was a package. You, if Rodgers came to you, wide uh, receiver was coming along with him. The NFC is wide open. When we come back, final segment of the sports hangover, you're – flagship station of the New Orleans Pelicans, ESPN Radio Nola. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Yep, it's that simple. If they win, 
you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code LaRose. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code LaRose this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or over, physically present in Louisiana. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Not Gus Kattengill. It's Jordan Kleber alongside with General D. Gus is in Phoenix. Want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Gus. Thank you for letting us do the show today. Um, a lot of fun. Thank you to all of you guys that have called into the show. Um, Again, that's the number is 800-998-1003. You can tweet at us over on Twitter or follow us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Down, uh, General D, you had something to say? Yeah, actually, um, well, first off, let's give a shout-out to the uh, off-the-bench. Um, oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, uh, the crew uh, in the morning. They actually won the number one sportscast uh, in Louisiana award. And then actually the station won, I think, overall. So, Fantastic. Great honor to uh, T-Bob and to Jacob Hester and crew over there. I listen to the show every every once in a while in the morning when I'm at the gym, and it's, it's really uh, entertaining. I think they're very insightful. One of the things I really like about it is that there's a mix of things that they talk about. It's not just sports. They actually talk about cooking and some of T-Bob's craziness. But uh, I just want to give them a shout-out because I was actually excellent. Whoa. Okay, so Ian Rappaport seconds ago. Um Wow, uh, Deshaun Watson plans to waive his no-trade clause to the Browns. Sources tell me and Tom Palistro, yes, the Browns trade compensation still to be finalized with the Texans, but Watson has made his choice. He expects to go to Cleveland. Wow. So Deshaun Watson gets a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract that is $80 million more than the previous rec- record for fully guaranteed money at signing 150 million. I wonder what the what it came down to because from a football standpoint, I mean that is a good spot for them. There's a running game there. Um, we thought they were dead though. I, I, we thought they were dead. So that's the thing with all these reporters that want to be first to get out the news. Uh, it, it's very you know you need to be very tempered into that. And obviously, uh, a guy can change his mind on a whim until the contract is signed. Like any deal, until it's done, it's done. And, it, and obviously it, it isn't there. And this is just a report, so we don't know what's going to happen between now and him inking, inking it on the paper. But usually when Rappaport says something, it's usually pretty pretty accurate because he's usually in the know. Um, well, and Adam Schefter is also Yeah, they're all, they're all coming out now and starting to talk about it. Wow. The Browns. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I do think that that's, that's an interesting spot for him to go because of that division. I think that's a very difficult path to get into the playoffs, one, you're taking a franchise that has kind of been a doormat uh, to get there would be 
I guess he's thinking if he could do it, he'd be the savior of Cleveland. Um, hey, go but, for it. But man, it, you know, if that's if that's his choice, fine. If anything, I'm glad it's coming out now. Gives us the opportunity to to uh, to you know to kind of reset, kind of go to our plan B. Hopefully that's Jameis Winston. But it was just a report. I want to give a shout out to um, Papa G and Kenner. I know he called into the show last time I was on. We were having a discussion at one point about uh, some possible backup quarterbacks the Saints might go after if they go after Jameis. And one was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And um, on Bleacher Report, they just reported that there's been some talks with the Saints, the Seahawks, um, and the Panthers about Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in. I think Fitzpatrick's a guy that can give you one or two games if somebody goes down with an injury. Obviously, Jameis is be coming off the injury. We have Taysom in the well, wings. Jameis is your guy now. I think Jameis is, is you have to zero in, push all your chips into getting Jameis locked in. And if you are looking at using that one as a possible, you know, draft pick on a quarterback, a flyer at 18, if he's around, I think he may be gone. But Matt Corral's a guy that I know Pat, uh, you know, Papa G had mentioned. And, uh, you know, that might be an opportunity to go secure him. I still think that that one needs to go after either a lineman, depending on what happens with, with, uh, Armstead. And two, I think the second priority would be a stud receiver. If you saw the times at the combine, these guys are big, strong, fast, running four, two, four threes, and look like, you know, they could do something with the ball in their hands. I think they sit, fit really well with some of the scheme fits that the Saints are doing, especially when you talk about Michael Thomas being able to command some of those double teams and run some of the routes that he's able to run. If you're able to top, take the top off the defense, but like we talked about in the other segment, I still think you need to go secure yourself a veteran tight end to really give yourself all well, the weapons. Maybe, hey, maybe that gives us better insight on why Baker Mayfield so was so upset and requesting a trade. I mean, isn't that a little weird that it, they denied his request? And yeah, and, yeah. And now they're he, now Deshaun Watson's waving his no trade clause to go to the Cleveland this, Browns. This whole process has been a little weird. It's been a joke. I mean, it really has been. You know, if you want to get into a guy that had all these allegations, well, they'll, they'll now be yeah. Per Ian Rappaport, no done. They'll now be trading Baker Mayfield. Yeah, no joke. And then I guess the the, the likely spot for him is to go to to Indy, right? I would think Indy would be the spot for him. So then, what happens with a guy like Jimmy G? Does all of a sudden Jimmy G come available? And Matt Ryan does Matt does Matt, does Ryan, Matt Ryan go back feel disgruntled to, now, or, or do you do some kind of deal with? You know, I don't know. It's a lot of things up in the air, but man, going to that division, that's going to be tough. You I got just think that's a idiotic. lot of stud quarterbacks in that division. Hey, guess what? That just means the NFC gets easier. Yeah, no, especially well, like we talked before with 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 you know the the Aaron Rodgers situation, and man, their their weapons over there. Unless they go get themselves some some you know stud receivers with these picks, and they pan out. Receivers, another spot that takes you a while to kind of develop. I mean, Jameis Winston is now. In the top, easily in the top five for best quarterback in the NFC. Oh, in the NFC, absolutely. In the NFC. NFC, absolutely. You know, overall, that's a different story um, because the AFC is lower. Oh no, when it comes overall to, no. To, but in yeah. the NFC, which you got to worry about, he's your fourth or fifth best quarterback behind, obviously Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, even though that's questionable, Kyler Murray, and then I would have to say. Jameis Winston. What'll be what'll be interesting to see how the the contract is tailored to see really what kind of commitment they have in Jameis. Do they really believe in him? Are they giving him a multi-year deal, or is this going to be some type of bridge type quarterback situation? Right. Um, with the option, if he plays well, to then you know parlay that into something deep, you know, deal. 
But, uh, I, you know, if the plan B is Jameis Winston, I'm all in for it. Oh, Keep absolutely. your draft picks. you got all this cap space. Go get the players you want, and let's make it happen. Yeah, what a way to close off the show. General D, thank you so much for sitting in with me today. Meant a lot. Thank you to all the listeners that tuned in, and thank you to all that participated in the show. And finally, thank you, Gus Cattengale, for giving us this opportunity to sit in with you guys for three hours. This is the Sports Hangover on ESPN Radio New Orleans, your flagship station of the New Orleans Pelicans. Go Pels as they take on the San Antonio Spurs tonight. Who that? Go Pels.